are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can subscribe to Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Odyssey, and online at fanstreamsports.com. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. You can email us as well, LockedOnRays at gmail.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use that promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D, the numeral is 1-5, and that'll get you 15% off your next order, LOCKED15. Well, the Tampa Bay Rays are on a 10-game winning streak, tied for first in the AL East, but Ulysses, uh, we have some bigger fish to fry, and that, of course, is what happened Friday afternoon, the old Friday news dump by the Tampa Bay Rays. Man, they are PR professionals with that, as Willie Adamas is no more in a Rays uniform. The Rays get a couple relievers, J.P. Fireisen, I think I got that right, and Drew Rasmussen, the Brewers, they get Willie Adamas and your boy Trevor Richards. Uh, your take on the deal, Ulysses, a couple days. Hey, we, we talked about it on Locker Room, but this is our first time talking about it on the pod here. I didn't know that Trevor Richards, the uh, otherwise known as the Silver Fox, was my boy. But okay, uh, look, the first thing was obviously shock. I think when 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 a big name like that is traded uh, on your team, it's shock. Number one, but number two, the first thing that came to mind after that, after the initial shock, was I'm glad he's going to be next to Avisail Garcia, right. who he had such a great rapport. Uh, in the 2019 uh, season, they really were really tight. So that's where my mind too went first, because I'm an emotional sap, as you know me very well. Yes. Uh, and uh, so that's where I went. Look, I think the writing was on the wall. If you are a race fan, you knew that this was a very, very likable scenario or likely scenario, rather, mm-hmm. that he would be traded. Now, the one thing that was not in the cards was Willie Adamas, number one, being traded for two relievers right? and number two being traded on what May 21st. Those two are shockers. I think we thought, I think it would be a little bit later. We knew it was probably going to happen at some point this season or the off season with arbitration coming up. But I think this is a win-win for both sides. And I think it's a win too for Willie Adamas. We know about his struggles at the trop. We know about the pressure that is on him where every day there is a wander time update. What's wander doing in the minor leagues? When's he going (laughs) to get the call being he no longer has to deal with that. I don't think the Brewers have a top shortstop prospect on the come up. In fact, I think their minor league system isn't very good. Yeah. Outside of Garrett Mitchell or somebody like that. Um, (laughs) And they need a pure shortstop and they finally have one. And Willie Adamas, I think the guy that they were throwing out there, Luis Arias, uh, like he's more of a utility type. He had made like eight throwing errors so far this season at the shortstop position. So I think taking him to Milwaukee, look, I'm going to take partial credit for this. I said he would be with the Cincinnati Reds. So I got, I got the division, right? (laughs) NL central close enough there, but no, I think this is good for him. We know about uh, his struggles at the trop and how so many fly balls that he's hit this season have just died at the warning track and Miller Park, a lot of home runs carry out of there. 
Mm-hmm. You might start to see a little bit more pop from him on that end of thing, uh, end of things. And, you know, I, I don't, we, we've talked about it this season, how his approach at the plate, 36% strikeout rate, the, the wild uppercut that he has, the, the high, right. probably unnecessary leg kick. Like, is he really going to change that in the middle of the season? Well, uh, after I he's, mean, he's been working on that, like we, we talk about making adjustments, but when you've been doing that for so long now, I mean, unless you try to change it over the all-star break, but you, you kind of go with what got you to the show so far. So, and piggybacking off of that, look, the, the Rays lead the league in strikeouts by a pretty solid margin. Not, not good. Yes. They're at five Oh one so far this season. Second are the Phillies at four eighty four. So I think by taking Adamas off the roster you're allowing taylor walls who is much more gap to gap much more line drive oriented he'll give you a strikeout rate maybe 18 20 22 percent but i i think that dynamic fits in much better with this team right now maybe you take a little bit of a hit defensively i don't know that that remains to be seen he's a rookie he's going to go through his lumps but um i mean he was the, the Rays minor league defensive player of the year, not too long ago. And, and guys rave about him. And we sort of saw that we, we see what Taylor walls can bring to the table. We saw that on Sunday where even uh, hitting into a fielder's choice keeps a rally yes. alive and yeah. keeps things going. Does Willie Adama strike out in that situation? Does he lift the bat off his shoulder in that situation? <sighs> does, does that rally go to die when Willie Adamas comes up at the plate? Those are the types of things that have to be taken into account here. And that's why I like the trade. I mean, Taylor Walls, really, everybody's talking about Wander Franco. Everybody's talking about Vidal Brujan. But this guy has been in the minor league since 2017. He's only produced, produced, produced. He, he was basically an All-American FSU for, for three years it was really his time for right now. And, and I think the Rays. it's funny because the timing of this move is one of those things. I mean, the Rays are on a big winning streak. They're, they're playing for something. Yeah. We, we call it a transition year, but they, they're keeping up right now. And I think that they no, must I, really have a lot, a lot of confidence in Taylor walls. If they're willing to bring him up in this moment, even with everything about the clubhouse and, you know, mi- mi- mixing and, and messing with the dynamic of the team. I think they really, really like this guy at 24, 25. They have now. to, they have to, if you're trading Willie Adamas on May 21st. And I want to speak to one of the things you said, which was the adjustments uh, uh, or therefore the lack of adjustments by Willie right. this season on his uppercut swing, because do the race see something in Willie's bat that? kind of scares them and says, you know what, this is not going to pick up. This is yeah. not going to pick back up. And uh, you can also talk about Fire Eisen and, and Rasmussen, uh, the new additions. Is, is this the Fairbanks 2.0 trade? Is this the Nick Anderson 2.0 trade? I think those are easy, comparable yeah. trades that we're going to see a lot of um, uh, comps being made. You know, I, I think people are going to gravitate to that, to gravitate to that. But you know, the clubhouse dynamic, I, I do think that that's a factor. I, I'm not, mm-hmm. I, I am not uh, going to be like Brian Kenny that if, uh, if I can't quantify it on a graph, then it doesn't exist. I do believe chemistry exists. Yeah. And if you are, think of all the race players ever. If you're a race fan, think of all the race players ever. Who were the best clubhouse guys? If you're top three, if you're top five, you don't have Willie Adamas on that list, then you're not, then you're watching race baseball wrong. Right. Completely. 
This yeah. guy's at the top of the step, taking the helmet, celebrating his teammates, hugging them after each win. I mean, this is a guy that you want to be around with. So I think that the, the hit and the chemistry is going yeah. to happen. However, Taylor Walls, what if he needs to be in a quad A league if he can't be in the major leagues? He needs another league because he's done right. everything required of him to do so. And yeah, I think the errors are going to be there. I don't think you're going to get a, a great, yeah, he was the great defensive uh, player right. for the race in the minor leagues, but the minor leagues is not the show. You're on the That's show great. now. And we've seen that he already made a couple of errors during the weekend. I'm not going to yeah. crucify the guy because he's a rookie. And Willie Adamas, who we talked about extensively this season in his struggles, his glove was actually top 10 in the league. Right. So, so you're, so you're, telling a rookie to give you top 10 Perry knows yes. it's impossible to do that. So I, I think overall the hit is emotional. I think, you know, this would be a good poll, which trade got you more emo- in, a, in a more emotional state, the Blake Snell trade or the Willie Adamas trade. And yeah. I think it would be a landslide Willie Adamas win there because the guy just brought so much to f- the fandom, to the guys. So it's, it's tough, but I do agree with you. I am very interested in what Fire Eisen and Rasmussen can do. More Fire Eisen because Raz, I think, needs a little bit more work in right. the minor leagues. Um, but Fire Eisen, we've seen him, what, two innings now? And yeah. that fastball with that slider, and then on top of that, or below that, rather, has that changeup working. I like it. I like it a lot because you need bullpen arms and you need a lot of healthy arms in 2021. And I think what we're learning here too is that you can't have enough arms. And I think that with this season, teams are being very, very careful. The first sign of discomfort, the first sign of, oh, my back hurts a little bit. My forearm's a little tight. All right, we're just, we're not playing around. We're going to put you on the 10-day IL, evaluate it, see what happens and go from there. And I think adding a couple of these guys can really be helpful. I do like fire eyes and what he can bring. And he's got that deception. It almost looks like he's like falling off the left side of the mound as he pitches. <laughs> it's kind of funny yes. with that, but um, it, look, he brings it's a like lot a of Fairbanks delivery too. It's yes. kind of wonky. And I like that BA said he moved from the rubber, which is a very weird thing by hitter. He moved right. to the first base side and then to the third base side. You don't really see that. And I think the rays are not usually, a team that likes to do that. They actually tell you, okay, no, you're a first base rubber kind of guy. You're a third base rubber kind of guy. So it's kind of cool that they got themselves a guy who doesn't do that. Yeah. And Rasmussen, I think in time, he'll be good. Let's remember he was a draft pick by the Rays back in 2017 and his fastball tops out at 98, 99, a hundred. We could be looking at a Nick Anderson 2.0 in the future down the line with that. So there's a lot to be encouraged and everything you would have maybe perhaps like to see if you know if Willie Adamas was hitting 260 instead of 190 that maybe they could get and squeeze out a little bit more but you take what you can look I'm really honestly I'm really excited about what Taylor Walls can do and we saw some flashes over the weekend with what he could bring to the table I don't think he's going to bring quite the power dynamic that Willie does if I had to guess maybe 10 to 12 home runs. But if that means having a a strikeout rate about half of what Willie has and and working counts and making contact and hitting line drives in the gaps and pal rallies, I'm okay with that because you have other guys that can hit the ball out of the ballpark. And 
But we hadn't seen that. Yeah. We hadn't seen that from Willie this season, the power. So yeah, he might right. not have the power. We've seen warning ceiling. track power with the dead and ball. Yes. <laughs> exactly. So we hadn't seen the power. We've seen the power ceiling for, for Willie, but not this season. So really, I just see a little bit of a dip in, in defense, at least for 2021. He's got a season yeah. himself in the show, but he's got the speed. He's got the contact and he doesn't really strike out as much as Willie. So overall it's time for the Taylor walls experience. And uh, I was impressed with what I saw. I I think everybody was, and I was at his, uh, his major league debut on Saturday and we'll get into that a little bit later, but uh, look, it'll take some adjustment to getting the communication set with Yandy Diaz or Joey Wendell at third and Brandon Lau at second, but that'll happen in time. Again, it's, it's a little bit different when you have Teoscar Hernandez uh, hitting a 180-mile-per-hour ground ball at you as opposed to some <laughs> schlub in, in uh, AAA. Right. So that it, it kind of yeah. makes it tougher from that perspective. So uh, we have um, some listener comments on the trade, uh, audio comments, actually, from um, some dedicated listeners that checked in with us on Locker Room on Friday after the deal broke down. We'll play some of that. We'll get to some of your Twitter comments, and much more. But first, we've got to tell you about a couple of our good friends, like Wealthfront. Investing can be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences you control. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to wealthfront.com slash locked on MLB. All you need is $500 to get started, grow your wealth the easy way, and let Wealthfront do the work for you. To get your first $5,000 managed for free, go to wealthfront.com slash locked on MLB. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash locked on MLB to start growing your savings. Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download. And once you're in, you can talk with me, Ulysses, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. We will be hosting rooms for Locked On Rays once a week. And yes, that means you can finally join in on the conversation you listen to here every day. So go download the free Locker Room app now, currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the Rays group for the latest league updates. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports i don't like it (laughs) only because he's um like yeah i mean you just don't i don't know i just don't think you we've been watching a lot more baseball the last like year (laughs) and (laughs) like teams that we didn't even like it's on the whole weekend now and like you just don't i don't know you don't see that anymore like you know just that spirit or that attitude like you don't see it everywhere so right I think that's you know yeah the human element so I mean I think um uh I mean he'll do well like wherever he goes but it's I I'm not a big fan of it <laughs> and I and I kind of look at it like I mean if you kind of look around the league it's not like you know there's a handful of guys that have like come out to like a, a you know 
a, a hot start or really good or whatever. To me, it kind of seems like a lot of people are sort of just kind of finding their bearings, getting into the season. What is it? It's been about a quarter of it's already done, and they're sort of starting, you know, to pick up their momentum and everything like that. And I was hoping that maybe Willie would start to kind of just turn it around a little bit and and start to get on that path too. But um, I think you know, initially when we saw the 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 trade announcement on Instagram. Uh, I was looking on my phone towards the end of the day. Melissa was still on, was on the phone and I went, Oh my God, like really loud. I think in, in some ways, Willie Adamas is, is breathing a sigh of relief because he doesn't have to look over his shoulder with all this Wanda Franco talk and everything. I think we all saw uh, like a difference. He he has so much pressure going in of being a starter and knowing that at any second Wanda, especially when he's killing it. So I, I think starting in a new ballpark without that kind of pressure of having somebody taking his spot, it, it's it was just a writing on the wall. I just the one thing I don't understand is why do it now and kill the momentum the team is having. That for me was a head scratcher. I was expecting something along those lines post all-star break but not now when the bats were hot i know he wasn't contributing to that but i think he was such a key um you know guy in terms of his leadership and, and support and i mean it's willie i'm gonna miss him taking off the helmets of the guys after a home run i mean he's the first one that steps out of the the dugout to celebrate and the camaraderie that he built and I can see uh, a little bit of deflatedness in the, in the players today. And I think they all loved Willie. So that's just my thought. I mean, I knew it was happening. Um, I just didn't expect it at this point. Here's one interesting thing. I just want to mention what I went to the, the angels game recently and, and I was sitting right where the race players were. And there were a lot of family members there with, with players. And there was a group of people that were all wearing Willie Adama's jerseys. And wow. there's what, yeah, after the end of the game, a lot of the players came out. Willie was one of them with Randy Rosarena. Uh, they were talking about, you know, like kind of insinuating, I'll enjoy this while you can, Willie. I didn't put, didn't think anything of it. And he was like saying, yeah, yeah, you know, lo, lo voy a extrañar mucho, lo voy a extrañar mucho. I, I don't know. He, that means and like I'm going to I'm going to miss it so much. Thinking about that conversation, I don't know what they were talking about it back then. But putting into context, maybe they were already having this kind of discussion uh, and maybe he was aware of it because he hasn't been the same. And he he I just think he was just uh, overwhelmed with all the amount of pressure with this uh, wonder kid guy, Wanda Franco. So. I think if you're a race fan, you got to kind of be used to some of your, you know, favorite players getting traded away every year or two. Uh, definitely, definitely going to miss them. I think it had to be done, though. Um, kind of surprised it was Taylor Walls coming up instead, talk of, uh, instead of Wander. But, um, you know, I think I think Yandi or somebody like that's probably the next to go once you Wander. I don't know what you guys think about that, but... Okay, those were the words and comments from Melissa Herrera, Carlos Herrera, Ben Rosa, and Thomas Lane. Uh, we want to thank them and several others for joining us on Locker Room. See, it's a good time. It's just a bunch of Rays fans 
Kevin. Wrapping it up, talking about Rays baseball and, and anything for that matter, too. And it's we had a much longer conversation. Yes. It's 2021 Rays fandom. I love it. And you get on there and we all get to have a good time. We spent over an hour on Friday talking yes. about it. We couldn't get off the, the, the phone. Uh, it, it was that entertaining. So really, now every time we get a locker room going, which is every week, people just, you got to listen to uh, the pod. This is how we do it. So you got to tune in and you know when locker room is happening. We usually do it on Thursdays and Fridays, the announcements on, on when we're right. going to have it. But it's so fun every time. We've been doing it for what, two months now? It's great. Yeah. And we've gotten some great, great interaction as well with that. Uh, I do want to mention some other comments on Twitter that we got uh, regarding the Willie Adamas trade. Uh, Ray's Ryder says, Brewers fans seem generally unhappy with the trade with their pin depth. It isn't hard to see these two guys forming an important part of the stable. Uh, Deb Atchison says, I am sickened, honestly. Willie was a huge part of the fabric and the team management has messed with the mojo, angry and sad. Okay. I will say this. You mentioned in the last segment about chemistry, and that is the one thing that like people on fan graphs and baseball prospectus and all these analytical websites, they can't quantify. The only nope. people that really know is the people that the, the players, Put you to, the coaches, the people in the front office, and then you can kind of watch on the television instead of you know running an algorithm and seeing what is this actually teams do have algorithms that kind of um try to create makeup and, and things like that but there there's the human quotient that needs to be yes. taken into account too with that um francisco jimenez says at this point we know everybody can be traded and it was obvious that this could happen because we have too many shortstops ready for the big leagues including the number one prospect in baseball Still hurts. Love Willie. I thought they would trade Kiermaier first. That's the next one. Then uh, we might have to get into a discussion on that later in the week because Kiermaier may be. I'm sorry. I hate Heads to say on the it, block. but yep, Heads that on the might block. be. Now he has an eye issue. First, you know, it's it's, it's his quad. <laughs> it's his wrist. Now it's his eye. What's going on? Come on, KK. Hey, get get it situated out. You, you you can talk to your Indiana man and, and you your namesake. You know, yeah. you wear contacts, so I know you've got sometimes irritation on the eye. Come on, you you know what he's going through. Yeah, that's true. Uh, by the way, the, the Angels, I think, need a center fielder. The Yankees, the, the Braves. No, the no, Phillies, no, the no. I'm uh, stopping not you in right a Yankees there. uniform? No okay. interdivisional, no, nothing. No, no, get him hey, very away. That, that's why I love Willie, the Willie trade too, because it's in Milwaukee, National yeah. League in the Central, love it. If you're taking away race franchise players, send them the hell away to the National League so we don't have to see them wear, you know, yeah. uniforms we despise. So the West Coast or the National League. That's the other thing that yes. I think this will work out in Willie's favor. Um, the pitching competition, I feel like, is going yes. to be a little bit lighter in the Central. The ballparks. And the Reds Small. and everything that's involved with that. Yeah, again, I think he'll, he'll get a couple more uh, notches under his belt with that uh suzanne says uh, this trade really hurt says uh, i felt willie was heart and soul of the team always happy smiling and first one to greet a raise home run hitter that is true taking off his helmet dancing etc love that he went to mound visits for spanish pitchers thought kk would be the first to go yeah i i just realized that now yeah he would go up there when Spanish pitchers were on the mound. That's another little thing that um, people don't think about all that often. Uh, and then Austin Holloway um, says, seriously, though, now that the return has been made public, Rasmussen and JP are going to be huge additions to the staff, although we may be losing a little bit of defensive value with Willie's glove. The bats that will come up to replace him will make it well worth it. 
And now that we know it's walls coming up instead of the two big guys, loss of defense might not even be an issue. You know, it's so funny about um, like everybody, not everybody, but a lot of people that don't follow the Rays, the, the moment that the Adamas trade happened, they were like, oh, it's Wander's time. It's Wander's no. time. Wander's getting called up. Gosh. No, couldn't be further from the truth. In fact, he'll no. probably be third in line. Who knows? Yes. Josh Lowe may be called up before he, he gets called up. We, I, we don't know that. Or somebody else. Let's be yeah. honest. And, and again, like, you know, that, that's just the, the fair weather or the, or, or yeah, the national media, right? Uh, right. Even it, on MLB Network, Matt yep. Vaskersian said, oh, this could be the Wander uh, window. And it's like, bro, read a little, man. Yes. Read. He's 20 years old. Yeah. Or, a lot of people could say that he's ready. Sure. But like, are you honestly going to keep Vidal in AAA and then put Vidal and Wander up? You can't yeah. do that. No, no, you don't. By do the that. way, I think Vidal is, I mean, superbly outplaying Wander yes. Franco. In AAA right As now. you should expect somebody who is not 20 years old, but older than that. What he, what is he? 23 yeah. uh, Vidal and, and, and actually playing in double A actually playing in AAA. Like, yes, he should be out playing the 20 year old. Yes. A hundred percent. And by the way, I'm getting all riled up, Kevin. I, yeah, I, I know, haven't even I finished my coffee here, but I, I do want to say this uh, when people talk about the Vidal and, 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 and the Wander Franco era, I, I just, Look at Vladimir Guerrero Jr.'s career on MLB, mm-hmm. in MLB, sorry. A lot of flash, uh, a, a lot of expectations. I think 2019 and 2020, there were flashes of the ceiling, right. of, the, of, of the talent, but really couldn't put it all together. Three seasons in, in 2021, you're actually seeing those accolades yeah. kind of catch up. People... If Wander is called up in 2021, do not expect the 80-grade hit tool to just right. be there. Do not expect the glove to just be there. The speed, all of that, the, the, the baseball IQ. It's very difficult to translate minor league stats yes. and raw talent to the show. Look at Vladdy, people. Yes. It takes time. Look, and even the, the mental... And the the IQ part of the game. I mean, you you still see in the big leagues, Loris Gurriel getting picked off yes. on a fly ball that was caught by Manny Margot on Saturday. So things like that happen, especially with younger guys. I'm going to put this out there now, and you can check me in 20 years, 15 years, whatever. <laughs> Taylor Walls and Vidal Brujan combined will have a higher career war than Wander Franco. Putting that on the table, game, oh, set, well. match. You can uh, call me when I'm 45 years old and see if that one works out or not. I'll just uh, leave it at yeah. that. Okay. Uh, bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing and you can track all the action at bet online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC MMA action. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using the promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Uh, okay, Ulysses. So I do want to talk about quickly my experience at TD Ballpark in Dunedin. But first, look, 
Uh, I think if anything we've learned from this series is that again, these blue Jays Rays series, they seem to be crazy. Things happen. There, yes. There's comebacks, there's yes. walk-offs, there's, there's late game action. Is, is there one thing that like has really stood out to you from these last three games? A hundred percent. I think, you know, as people that talk about sports daily, like you and I, and, yeah. and, and people that listen to sports talk day in and day out, like a lot of our locked on race listeners do, uh, the word resiliency is as cliche as basically a, 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 any other word right. that gets thrown out there. Hot yeah. take, you know, resiliency. But how can you not put that adjective to this race ball club after seeing what they did on Friday night and on Sunday? Resilient. My goodness. That team looked dead yeah. flat for the first five, six innings, but they grinded. They grinded. And then yesterday, same thing. They grinded. It was a tough matchup. 2-1, 2-2. And then you you let it in the eighth, you know, the, 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 those runs, uh, the, the Gritchick home run. Um, by the way, I want to get back to the Gritchick uh, name here. And then the ninth inning, the Austin Meadows at bat. The best at bat by Austin Meadows this season. The best. Mm-hmm. He fought off so many high fastballs, but everybody knew he was going heater. He was going right. heater. Austin knew it. We all knew it. And such a great at bat. And the bats just, uh, sometimes you don't need a hit, Kevin. Sometimes yeah. you just need good plate discipline. Hey, I'm calling it right now. Sweep's going to happen today, 107 p.m. Ross Stripling has been terrible this year. I know Ryan Yarbrough is starting but I'm calling it a 1 PM. 11 in a row. It's a 1 p.m. game. 1 p.m. game. It's, yes. It's early. I don't like it. I don't know about that. I know. The wraparound series, the Monday. I <laughs> guess they got to take an early flight to Buffalo or whatever it is to, to move on from there. The, the Blue Jays oh, moving on. Okay. I will say, again, I went to the game on Saturday. That ballpark's pretty awesome. I mean, they, they definitely yeah. invested the money and the finances into that thing to make it spick and span. And have you ever been to Dunedin, first of all? I I've been to Dunedin, but not the ballpark. Okay. Have you been through like the downtown main street historic section? So, you know, during college, so it was a blur. Yeah. I got to say, I mean, that is, that is a hidden gym right there. I don't know if anybody that listens to the show that lives in Dunedin or works in Dunedin, but man, that, that place is awesome. And they lean into the blue Jays thing. Like they've got like (laughs) flags and banners all downtown. Like it's pretty cool, honestly, how they're, very supportive of their minor league team and their spring training home and so forth. Although I think Rays fans outnumbered the Blue Jays. Yes. Saturday. It was like 70, 30, 80, 20, something like that. It seemed like the only people that were wearing Blue Jays stuff were the employees, were the working, <laughs> were the worker bees. That was it. Has, has that ever happened in a major league stadium yeah. where the Rays fans are actually the majority in an away game? That's, that's fantastic. I loved it. Yeah. Um, so no, the, the, the ballpark was awesome. I love how, we, I mean, our seats weren't, they were expensive and they weren't that great. They weren't even seats, really. They were bleachers out in center field, but we kind of found a way to sit down and everything. But um, if you walk, we had to actually walk all the way around the ballpark to get to our seats. And what I noticed oh. was just how intimate a spring training ballpark is and how you're literally right on the action. Like, I feel like I could just like reach out and touch G-Man Choi <laughs> as he was batting. And that's what honestly, really whoever builds a stadium in the future, especially the Rays, small market, whatever, like really keep that in mind. If you're building a new stadium, the, the intimacy factor, because that, that's the only thing that is going to make me want to come to a ball game instead of just popping it on, on TV. If you can make it to where the seats and, and make it, make it 20,000, 
capacity if you have to, to where yeah. every seat you get a great view of the game. I think that's something 100%. that they should focus on going forward. I, I wanted to try to kind of swipe a seat behind home play, but I wasn't able to, but walking well, around, it was like, man, we're, I feel like I'm on the field. That's how they designed that ballpark and how they designed the minor league ballparks, I guess. Well, when you went, did you, I, I heard from a little bird that you might've made friends with a Randall Gritchick. Did yeah. Randall, Randall Gritchick. Uh, I gotta say he is, yeah. he's a cool dude. He's a cool dude. So um, long story short behind us, there was a couple people. Uh, let, let's just say they had one too many uh, Michelob's <laughs> or Ultra. Miller's or probably, uh, probably cocktails to be honest, the way they're, I mean, did you hear a heckler on the TV? Yes. Or watching like, was this guy like loud, yes. loud, loud? Okay. That, that must've been, you could guy. hear it sometimes. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. He was, I mean, every, every five, I was like, put a muzzle on this guy already, but he was constantly, constantly calling out Randall Grichik and Grichik would give him a little wave here and there and sort of halfway acknowledge. I'll tell you what, who made the biggest mistake, Jonathan Davis in center field, because the guy, the heckler was like admiring and calling out Jonathan Davis and how like beautiful his calves were. And then Jonathan Davis looked back at him and that's the biggest mistake in the book. Biggest mistake. You cannot do that. Do not acknowledge, do not fully acknowledge the hecklers like Jock Peterson did at the drop a couple of years yes, ago. Yes. Uh, when the, the Rays were playing the Dodgers there, but Towards the end of the game, I mean, th this guy had just been razzing on Randall Grichuk all game, all night. But all PG, PG thirteen, yeah, PG, what yeah, it, it was, it was, it was PG. Sometimes PG thirteen. It wasn't crazy. I mean, when he tried to make fun of G Man Choi, or he was, he was, it was, it was bad. He was using a Japanese accent and he's Korean. Oh, and it was, no. it was like, okay, let's. All right, now you need to cool the Jets a little bit. But yeah, Randall, uh, you know, when they're doing outfield toss or whatever, I think it, it might have been towards the later innings. He, I mean, he tossed the ball right to this guy and Butterfingers can't hang out of the ball and it <laughs> drops down the bleachers and lands right to my girlfriend. She snatches it up. And for the rest of this ga game, this guy is just like, we, we offered to give it back because he was like totally, totally like in disrepair that he couldn't. I mean, he, it was like he was juggling 10 balls trying to catch this ball. And oh, it was that that's bad. great. I love it. Yeah. So the Good only thing that guys. I enjoyed about the hecklers was, okay, there were a couple funny moments. One of the guys also had a 98ers hat on. So I was like, okay, I can. Did I can you keep the hat? Did, sorry, the hat. Did you keep the ball? Yes, I have the ball. Yes. Great. Honestly, good for Hannah to, to, to see that. That's what you got. You got to have smooth hands, baby. Even yeah. on the bleachers, you got to have smooth hands like Yandy Diaz. That's true. Or bring a glove. That's the other option yeah. too. Uh, so that was awesome. Yeah. And, and Randall threw a couple of balls to, to other fans as well. So he was, a, he was a good sport about nice. everything with that. So again, I, I'm not... I'm not uh, part of Dunedin's PR team or anything. No, like not that. at I'm, all. I'm not marketing yeah. their city, but <laughs> I, I was like, I would move here in a second. Right on the waterfront. I mean, the, the storefronts, the breweries, Very the cool. dining. It's it's pretty cool. Go to a single A ball game. I mean, spring training. I'm sure it's just absolutely popping. Too bad that they're leaving. That would have been really cool for the race to always have a quote unquote road trip to you know sleep in their own homes. Which, by the way, you got. You, we talk about the human element of yes. in the chemistry. That probably helps, and they're playing like a 10-game 10 10 winning streak. This is fantastic. They're killing it. I yes. do want it to keep going. I'm, I'm selfish that way. I'm a, I'm, I'm a fan, so that means I'm irrational. So I want this yes. to keep going and never end, and I want the four-game sweep. I want it. I need it so bad. I think it's going to happen. I'm confident. I, I have full confidence the team is going to be able to do this. How many losses does the team have right now? What's the record? 29 and... Uh, 18, Let, I believe. Okay. 18, I'm just going to say that they're not going to lose another game the rest of the season. There we go. They're going to go like 110, 
No, one one forty and whatever the difference is with that. Okay, I'm holding. The, um, I'm holding you to that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, that'll do it. That'll do it for this edition of the Locked On Rays podcast. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of the Locked On Today podcast. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.